All right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. And good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Wednesday, November the 4th of 2020. It's the day after the presidential election. And if you're waking up this morning wondering who the president is, we don't really know. Right. A long night for a lot of people. Because I got hooked on it, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we started watching early, like way before any results came in, right? And we were still awake at 12.15 last night. Oh, my goodness. Full family. And Kai's like, I'm starting to get a little bit tired. (laughs) But he kind of loved the whole idea of the returns coming in and who was leading and the path to victory Uh and all that kind of stuff. But So, again, this morning, there's a number of states that are kind of the key pivotal states. Both guys, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, both have a path to win. What's going to happen? Biden gave a speech last night. He came out and basically said he was going to win. And then Trump came out and said he won. <laughs> but the truth is, nobody really knows right. yet this morning, even though, you know, some of those uh, the projections from counties could change. A couple of those states that were kind of like the pivotal states, you know, Pennsylvania, Arizona. I'm surprised you haven't come out to say today should be a national holiday. Oh, my gosh. Based- typically, anytime you stay up late. Yeah. You think the next day should be a holiday. It should be. At least for me. We'll add this to the list. I'm going home by 7 o'clock this morning. Oh, so Thanks to celebrate today. Outside of maybe we'll figure out who's going to be our president. Wednesday, November the 4th is National Chicken Lady Day. Mm. For the lady who's big with chickens, I guess. And also National Stress Awareness Day. I think everybody's aware of their stress now. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) And we'll deal with that together as we go throughout the show this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You might be tired. This is a day where like a coffee drip (laughs) might be a good idea because I've been funneling coffee this morning. Yes. You see how big this cup is. Yeah. I have the same one. Yep, you do. So yeah, I did a coffee stand this morning. You've heard of keg stands. Oh. I tried it with coffee. Well, how'd that work out? Burned my whole mouth. (laughs) Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1978. (laughs) And Barbara Mandrell had the number oh. one song in country music on this day. Now I'm the one sleeping all alone. single in a double bed. It's my life. Tossing, turning, oh. trying to walk in. Was it Barbara Mandrell your first crush? My first country crush, my first crush of any kind. I'd pour me a drink, but I'd only be sorry. Cause drinking doubles alone Don't make it a party I gotta go Another <laughs> sleepless night And it's the same old story Oh gosh When you're the only one At two in the morning It's Barbara Mandrell Sleeping single in a double bed Thinking over things I wish I'd say I should've held you Barbara Mandrell, sleeping single in a double bed. It was number one on this day in 1978. And she was my first crush. I wonder if she's on social media. You should reach out to her. I think I'm going to. Will you figure out, do me a little quick search and figure out. All right. uh, Barbara Mandrell age. Because I wonder at this point if I have a chance. No, I'm totally sure. You think I have a chance? Yes. You think my wife would be cool with that? 
I mean, let's see. She is 71. Ah, Spry 71. Houston, Texas. I'm going for it today. I'm going for Barbara Mandrell. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we're still waiting for the results as to who is going to be our president. There's a number of states in play and there's paths to victory on both sides. And we'll have to wait and see. They say we might know today, but there's also a chance we, well, might not know today. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the morning's Gotcha Gossip. So Gotcha Gossip on a famous rapper who disclosed that he was uh, voting for President Trump. And sometimes when you uh, disclose who you're voting for, some people get fired up, right? Yeah. Some fans and followers and people like that. Little did we know that Lil Wayne's girlfriend, who is a model, would dump him after he disclosed he was endorsing and voting for Donald Trump. So Lil Wayne, who is known for the song, I guess probably Lollipop and How to Love. You know this one? So anyway, that's Lil Wayne. And his girlfriend dumped him because, well, he revealed the fact that he was voting for Trump. It's a big story out today because, I don't know, like, you know, it's trendy, I guess, to not like Donald Trump. But at the same point, when you look at this, you're like, did she not realize? Did they not even think about the fact, like, when they're in this relationship? that Maybe that's kind of the way he aligned. But just so you know, Lil Wayne is single at this point. Got you gossip on Carrie Ann Inaba. So she's one of the co-hosts on the show, The Talk. She's also been one of the judges on Dancing with the Stars since 2005. And she's known for being really blunt and getting straight to the point when she hands out her criticisms on that show. So in a recent interview, she said she still gets bullied. She says right about now is the time when people start to get on Twitter and Instagram and bully her because of the way she judges people on the show. So she received some backlash on Twitter just for saying... uh, they don't like how the way she judges. They think that she's too mean. So she says, just so y'all know, for all of you trying to bully me bully me about it, I judge the way I judge from my background. This is my job. I'm going to do it. I'm going to always do what I've done based on my own conscience, not because you're trying to tell me what to do. Right. So she's kind of fighting back on that whatever. But she kind of reminds me of the Simon on yeah. American Idol, kind of on the voice. A little bit, a little bit nicer. Yeah, but here's what they're saying the issue might be. She's kind of been tough on Artem uh-huh. and Caitlin Bristow. And the reason she might be tough on them oh, is because Brandon, she I used can't to date Artem. I mean... I'm sure she can separate it. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Even if she thinks she's separating it... Artem's dated just about everybody. Well, and now he has a baby with Nikki Bella, the Bella Twins. But All right. There's that. <clears throat> there's a lot of people today that think that maybe that's the reason yeah. she's being kind of tough on Caitlin Bristow. And there's news out today on Russell Wilson, the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, right? He's the one who's married to Sierra, the pop star. The story is is that Russell Wilson spends a whole lot of money to stay in tip-top shape. As a matter of fact, he spends $1 million a year on his body. They're saying it comes out to like $2,500 a day. And he has trainers with him, people who are constantly working on his muscles and keeping him loose and all of this different stuff. So just when you think that you spend a lot of money in your life... Let me tell you that Russell Wilson, he dedicates $1 million a year to his fitness. And that's pretty crazy, Mm -hmm. right? A personal trainer is with him everywhere he goes. When he leaves the house, the trainer is there. Can you imagine what we would look like? Oh my gosh, we'd look like a million bucks. And I guess that's why Russell Wilson looks like a million bucks a year. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Can I tell you a story on that song? 
This yeah. is kind of a, this might be a TMI. So my wife is pregnant and she's extremely pregnant at this point. And I don't really understand the whole, oh, I get sick when I think about things. That song, for some reason, made her kind of queasy when it came out <laughs> because it's like, you know, chicken fried and cold beer and all yeah. this different stuff. And so I would play it often to aggravate her. And when you're pregnant, you can't really, you don't really have a pair of jeans that fits just right. No. So she wasn't real happy. No. Then one night I was telling her about the TV show uh, Jackass, of which I've never seen before. But isn't there an issue with the stapler one time where a dude is stapling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was explaining that to her one night and she said, stop, you're going to make me sick. And uh, I kept explaining it. And then I was like, can you imagine? And I start pantomiming like I'm in a game of charades. She's like, I'm going to throw up. And I didn't believe her. And guess what happened? She did. She ran to the bathroom uh-uh. and she lost it. <laughs> Unfortunately, she had just had some fajitas. Uh-uh, Brandon. And she lost it. Not in the toilet. <laughs> She didn't make it. In the sink. Guess who she, had to take care of that? You. Yeah, I had to. It was my fault. Yeah, it was. It's like, no, you could have made it to the toilet. No. Oh, it's my fault. She told you to stop. Well, but I thought she was kidding. Mm-hmm. I'll never make that mistake again. We're pulling the curtain back this morning. That's a real life story from a couple of years ago. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I'm going through doing some online shopping this morning. Because... Are you? Yeah, we mentioned Barbara Mandrell. She had the number one song in country in 1978. And it was my first crush. And if you haven't heard the story, I was I had a big crush on her because she had a TV show, right? It was Barbara and her sisters. And um, and anyway, so I had this crush, wanted to go see her in concert in Dallas. And I guess we couldn't get tickets or whatever. So my grandfather arranged a phone call with Barbara Mandrell. And I'm like, Pop, Aww, how did you do that? And Pop. I don't know exactly how he did it uh, until many years later when I was told that the person <laughs> I was talking to was actually my grandmother <laughs> and you didn't you couldn't tell him apart I don't know why did she just talk with more of a southern probably accent? probably a little more country yeah well hey little brandon you know something like that uh and they told me years later that that's how they played that game so anyway barbara mandrell we celebrate her today and uh had kelly look up to see how old she is she's 71 mm-hmm. and i think i'm gonna tweet her today and see if she'll tweet me back I need to say something kind of creative. Good morning, yeah. beautiful. Oh. No. No, that might creep her out. Good morning, hot stuff. No. No. Well, Go- actually, she might like that. Good morning, my dear. No. 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 What can I say? I don't know. Maybe. Good morning to my very first celebrity crush. Maybe something like that. Not- the beautiful, staggering, stunning Barbara Mandrell. Something like that would probably work. You think I should ask her for some free merchandise? No. No? I don't. I think that would make her not respond to you. Because as I was looking through her merchandise store, there's some good stuff. I want one of these t-shirts with her face on it. Let me see. Um, But here's... You like this one? Brandon. This one says uh, unisex, Barbara Mandrell. That's cute. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. But I wonder, because it looks like the arms might be a little long there. I don't know. Yeah. There's also a crop top that's kind of cool because it's pink. What do you think of that? You know what? Maybe if you ordered a little bit larger crop top, it would fit the way you like it. What size do you think I need? Extra large? Sure. Okay. Thanks. Hey, you said it. What am I supposed to say? Can I just stretch it down? Can I wear something under it? Sure. Like if I if it's a crop top, but I have like an athletic fit underneath it. Sure. I, I think you could. All right. I'm going to tweet Barbara Mandrell this morning. If you guys want to help me get attention from the country legend herself. You can do that by going and, you know, retweeting and stuff like that. I was country when country wasn't cool.
Good morning, dear Barbara. Dear Barbara. I was country when country was uncool. I'm going for it, all right? You tweet somebody today, too. We'll do the game. (laughs) You tweet somebody. You love doing this. I love the game. (laughs) I want to see if you can get a response before I get a response. You know I won't. Pick a celebrity. Um, does it need to be a 71-year-old celebrity? Uh, you can make it a 71-year-old celebrity if you'd like. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. There is no chance that's going to happen, <laughs> but you can try for it. What would you say to Harrison Ford? Um, I would say, I love you. And then he would tweet back, I know. Okay, do it. Okay. All right, we're going for it this morning. You guys can uh, follow on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, it's Brandon on KFIN. And I'm Kelly on KFIN. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So again, I was up late last night, uh, I think until it was like 1215 when I realized, hey, we're not probably going to get much more information tonight. Yeah. And we really didn't get a whole lot. So uh, who will be the president? We're trying to figure it out. We're still waiting for results. And now there's talk of I'm taking it to the Supreme Court. And if it doesn't go my way and both sides have proclaimed they're about to win. And we knew there would be drama. Mm hmm. But the thing I didn't realize was that voting on election day was going to be so easy. It was really super easy. Like I was watching the news all day and there were a lot of states where they were going to the polling places and so many people early voted Mm -hmm. that polling locations were kind of almost bare. Yeah. What was your experience when you went? Um, It was very easy and awesome, but I'm scared that people aren't going to believe that I voted. Why? Okay. So you know all the stickers that everybody's posting the picture of? I voted. Okay, well, the place where I went, I looked everywhere for stickers. There were no stickers. There was no one handing them out. And I did. I couldn't. What am I going to do? Take a, like a selfie of just myself without my sticker? You could have. And then I saw pictures of people, pull, you know, the little styluses you have, like, so you could vote. Yeah. Okay, well, most people that got one of those, it said, I voted on there. Right. Mine was blank. There was no I voted on there. So as I'm done and I'm I'm coming out, the guy was like, you can either keep your stylus or you can throw it in this this bag. And I looked down at the bag and you could see all the styluses. None of them had it on there. Really? And mine didn't. So I, so I threw it back in the box because I was like, well, I'm not going to keep it because it didn't say I voted. So I just didn't keep it. And then I walked out and I was like, wait a minute. No one's get. Did I even just vote in a real place? Did you even go to a place that was even accepting voting? What did I just cast my vote for? That doesn't even make any sense. So no sticker, no stylus, but I would like everyone to know I voted. Who'd you vote for? Go through the the whole ticket. All right, here's the list. <laughs> no, so my deal was we got the sticker and we got the stylus. Even Kai got a sticker, and he's too what? young to vote. Yeah, that's why we took the picture, the family picture. This is pick. a conspiracy. I don't even know what you did. You probably auditioned for The Bachelor. <laughs> uh, no. She has no Negative. idea what she's doing. Is that so, your ballot? You're not supposed to bring it with oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is a complete fail all the way around. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. People are crazy. Now, this is why you always pretend every baby you see is the cutest thing you've ever seen. Okay? Two people in Detroit were arrested after a heated argument that ended with a guy firing at least 15 shots into someone's house. Oh, my God. And it all started when someone inside the house called his baby ugly. Oh, you don't do that. Someone got the shooting on video. At least two kids were in the house when it happened. Luckily, no one was hurt. The shooter and the woman he was with drove off. 
but police caught up with them nearby. I'm going to assume that she is the mom, but it turned out their baby was also in the car with them. Oh, God. So it's not clear with what they're being charged with yet, but police are still investigating. But speaking of calling a baby ugly, a nurse told the parents of a newborn, you have a really cute baby. The smiling husband said, I bet you say that to all the new parents. No, she replied, just to those whose babies are really good looking. The husband asked again, so what do you say to the others? And the nurse replied, aw, the baby looks just like you. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to for you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, November the 4th of 2020. A local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Vicki Fox Robertson. Who celebrates a birthday today? Brandon Jones is celebrating. Jeremy Gray, happy birthday. Marsha Isbell of Jonesboro. Misty Adams is celebrating. Michael Swindle of Jonesboro. Aaron Neely of Marion has a birthday. Aaron Hathcock of Paragould. Stacy Dunavant from Wynn is celebrating. Emma Tagmeyer going to Valley View, turning nine years old today. Happy birthday. And Layla Bibbs. Of Jonesboro is turning five. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Uh, Jessica Duggar is, excuse me, is 28 years old today. Yeah. How do you pronounce her first name again? Jessa. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Trishel Canatella is 41. She was on The Real World and Surreal Life Star. You liked Trishel a lot, didn't you? I wanted to book her for an event so bad. Uh-huh. The two I wanted to book, Tanya Cooley from The Real World, which I did get to book for events, and then Trishel never got to book her. Huh. So she turns 41 today. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. Happy birthday today to Bethany Frankel, who turns 50. Of course, she's Real Housewives in New York City. Let's see. Diddy. Is 51 today. You may also know him as Puff Daddy. Or? Uh, P. Diddy. Or? Uh, Puffy. Or? Or Sean Puffy Combs. Or Sean, yeah, Sean Combs. Was it Sean John, the the wardrobe, the attire? I think so. I think so. Just tell Keisha and Teresa I'll be better in the morning. Another lie that I carry on. I need to get back to the place I last long ago. They also did their version of I'll Be Missing You. You know you're gone. We still a team. Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see if you open up the gates for me. Reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. I try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feelings hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. Diddy's birthday. Happy birthday to Sean Combs, 51 today. Big happy birthday today to Matthew McConaughey, who turns 51. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right, all right, all right. That's what I meant. Also, I'm listening to his audiobook right now called Green Lights, and it's really good. If you like Matthew McConaughey, listen to his audiobook. It's him talking. 
Oh, gosh. It's hours and hours of Matthew McConaughey talking. All right, there you go. Let's see. Jeff Probst is 59. He's the host of Survivor. Laura Bush is 74 today. And Ralph Macchio. Oh, yeah. The original Karate Kid is 59 today. You're the best Love our Karate Kid music, right? Oh, yeah. And a shout out to Karate Kid 2. I played this last night. Are you Team Miyagi-Do or Team Cobra Kai? Uh, back then, I was Miyagi-Do Karate. But now? Um, I'm still undecided. I'm still watching undecided. Cobra Kai. Undecided. I, I'm in a pivotal state. <laughs> my, my, my. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Ralph Macchio, <laughs> who turns 59 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was just going to see what we knew about the election. Do you know what you remind me of right now? What? You know, on uh, when it's Christmas Eve and the news gets us all excited about where Santa is yeah. and, and there's a Santa tracker, you have gone to the computer at least once every five minutes oh, yeah. on this uh, presidential tracker. Because I want to see what's <laughs> up and I just know that one of these times I'm going to go over there and I'm going to get the answer, but nobody has yeah. the answer and everybody's confused. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows which state's going to go which way because projections show. But some of the pollsters and the projections were wrong. And we heard about that last night. There was one, and we were flipping through different channels because you know that everybody um, has a lean, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much known. So I was going through there, and one guy was saying, The pollsters got it wrong. Everybody should be fired. There should be no more pollsters. The next channel over, the pollsters were more correct now than ever before. And I thought, There, right there, that's yep. 2020. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So it's the month of Thanksgiving. And every Thanksgiving morning, every year since I've been a little kid, I turn on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. And literally, like it's on and we're making breakfast and we're kind of enjoying family time and stuff like that. I think for a lot of families, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the tradition. Yeah, the background, the kind of the back, what's in the background as you're doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're going down, there's like a two and a half mile route through Manhattan and New York and there's all these different performers and floats and big balloons and what do you call them? Balloons, floats, the I floats, guess. Yeah. Are they floats too? Those big balloon things? Inflatables? Just, inflatables. There we go. So typically 3.5 million people show up in New wow. York to see that, which is crazy. Uh, they're saying this year, no crowd, which is going to be drastically different. But they are saying the balloons are still going to be there. You're still going to see the floats. Santa's going to be there. The Broadway acts are going to be there as well. But you will see more social distancing. Mm-hmm. You will see people wearing the face masks and things like that. But they did say that the biggest difference is that young people under the age of 18 can't be involved in performing during wow. the parade. Yeah. And you see a lot of mm-hmm. marching bands yeah. from high schools and places like that going up there. If you had previously been booked, let's say they, they booked you last year for 2020. They're saying all those people that were booked are going to be pushed to next year's parade. 
but they want it to look as normal as humanly possible Mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic. So there you go. They're still having it. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Country Music News. K-Fine. Country Music News. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So do you remember when Jason Aldean and Brittany got the kids a chameleon? Yeah. It's a big story. Mm -hmm. They named the chameleon Elvis and... Uh, just recently, we found out through social media that Elvis was not a boy, so Elvis had to become Elvira. Oh. Because they realized this because Elvira started laying eggs. Mm. And that's how little baby chameleons are born. Uh, the sad news is, though, there were complications. And even though these eggs were you know, brought into the enclosure, uh, the chameleon didn't make it. Aww. They had to actually put the chameleon down. So... That's been documented on Brittany Aldean's social media on her Instagram. And if you want to go check it out and reminisce about little Elvis who became Elvira, you can check it out. Well, speaking of animals, Miranda Lambert is known for being, uh, for loving animals. And she even co-founded Mutt Nation Foundation with her mom, Beverly. Well, Miranda lost one of her dogs last month. His name was Waylon. Yeah. And he was picked up on the side of the road by Miranda back in 20, or back in 2008. Right. So she had him for 13 years. But she made a really sweet post about him. She planned a tree at her farm in Tennessee to tribute Waylon, uh, a dog she called one of her best friends. Oh. But she shared two photos uh, on her Instagram story, one of the tree. But she said, um, dogs change your life. The bond is something that can't be described unless you lived it. Yeah, that's, so that's sweet. really, really sad. But again, she had him for 13 years. If you want to see Miranda's tribute to Waylon, you can see it. Just search Miranda Lambert on Instagram. And if you go to our blog today, the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog at kfine.com, you can see the brand new music video from Lee Bryce. It's for his song, Memory I Don't Mess With. And the whole vision of this is it's a high school love and the girl who moves on. And it's a memory that the main character doesn't want to mess with. It was the one that he was the best with. The one he was obsessed with. But she's moved on. Okay, so the song, I love the song. Mm -hmm. And the video's good, too, because at the end, it's all about redemption. If you haven't heard Lee Bryce, Memory I Don't Mess With, this is what it sounds like. That's a memory I don't mess with. The girl I was the best with. The one I was obsessed with. Girl, you just don't get it. I'd fall right Again, you can check it out today on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. It's Lee Bryce. Moonlight on the backseat, breeze through the wires, Springsteen on the speakers, girl, I'm on fire. That stuff I don't think about, cause it still kills me now. up you can check it out lee bryce memory i don't mess with it's on the brandon baxter in the morning blog at kfine.com that's your country music news on arkansas's morning show brandon baxter in the morning this is a kfine breakfast club powered by families inc counseling services and we are about to experience a first 
because we have done this for a long time, but we, now that we've been in the studio and we're, you know, social distancing and all of that, I have never made a phone call to somebody who was still asleep when we were calling for the interview. But it's happened. Let me introduce you to Christy Pulliam of the Foundation of Arts. Good morning. Oh my gosh, as soon as the phone rang, I mean, I thought, I mean, I got vertical so fast. I have not gotten that vertical that fast in years. It was amazing. So we're talking to you before coffee. Is that right? Before coffee. Oh gosh. This could be well, a disaster. I stayed up till 3 a.m. watching the oh, election. You sound like and, Brandon. Yes, and then I just kept hitting snooze. I don't know. You'll be okay. <sighs> so last night, you know, we, we wake up <clears throat> at like 3.45 a.m., right? But oh, it was wow. 12.15 last night, and I looked over, and my wife and son and I were still in the living room. And I'm like, you know what? Wow. We probably should go to bed. <sighs> oh, Yeah. Were you Bless excited though? Were you excited? Are good for you. Yeah, but mm. tell me this: Were you excited watching the election last night? The results and everything coming in. Oh, it's just—it's the coolest thing, y'all. It really is. It, it's the coolest thing that we live in a country that—that—that that, um, that every one of us has some kind of say in this, mm-hmm. and then we all watch together to see what the results are, and it's—and it's still important. Yeah. It's still. We still believe in it, and I just think that's really neat. Well, the idea that so many people went out to vote, so many people wanted their voice to be heard, and a lot of people voted, uh, if not for the first time ever, for the first time in a long time, because I think the message was clear that, you know, if you want your voice to be heard, you got to get out and you got to go to the polls. Yeah, for sure. But when I was sure. when I was younger, even when I was in my 30s, I didn't really understand the importance in my early 30s, and then as time goes on, uh, maybe it's just part of age or becoming a little bit smarter or having more interests in finances and taxes and things of that nature. But it is so uh-huh. important just to go out and try. It is. It is. And, and the fact that we have a country that still has that, that, that kind of hope that, that it's what we have to say is important yeah. is, is really neat. So have you seen the latest this morning? Did you see who ended up being declared the winner? No. Kanye West. <laughs> Okay. Kind of keeping my fingers crossed. Took a big turn. (laughs) Yeah. So no, we still don't know this morning. They're still waiting on those those pivotal states. But again, yeah, I finally fell asleep after you know Pennsylvania. It's not it's not going to happen for days, and we sort of knew that. But you know, still still hold on. Yeah. So uh, Christy Pulliam, the Foundation of Arts on the phone. There's a bunch of stuff going on with you all. Uh, Let's talk first of all about First Fridays. At the forum, because that's a big initiative you guys have been doing for a minute and uh, coming up on the first Friday. It is. You know, we do a first Friday concert every every first Friday. Yeah. So it's um it's coming up on Friday. And then we also the very next day we have breakfast with ballerinas. So we've got volunteers coming in to. um <laughs> to set up for breakfast and and the silent auction and anyone who comes to the first Friday concert is going to get to going to get to see what what we've got um, for the silent auction for breakfast with ballerinas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really a first for us too because we've never had breakfast at the Forum Theater. Yeah, and so we're we're combining those events in a way that I think is is really neat because it'll be different people coming and and everybody will be able to see what we've got to offer. 
It's let's, cool. Let's talk breakfast with ballerinas. For somebody who's never um, taken a youngster out there to that, what is that like? You know, the people we see who come to breakfast are are dads with their daughters, granddads with their daughters, grandmothers and mothers, of course, with their young daughters as well. It's a really kind of a special time for them to just, you know, get up and, and some some of them wear their pajamas, some of them get all dressed up in princess regalia and, and all outfits in between. And um, it's just a it's in two hours with just them to just kind of consider consider each other special and eat breakfast together and meet the ballerinas. They get to hear a story of the Nutcracker. They get to maybe buy some some Christmas ornaments um, in the boutique. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just, it's such a special time for a family, you know, for, for just that age. And so I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So do people need tickets or do they just show up or how does that work? Both. You can go online at flajonesboro.org and get your tickets now, or you can come to the door. Um, they are $12.00. And so you can you can get them at the door if you want to, but calling ahead would be nice because we do have, you know, we do have maximum limits. Even then, um, most of the activities are going to be out in the plaza, so we don't expect to hit our maximum. Right. But it's always possible. You know, it'd be awesome if we did. <laughs> so again, it's breakfast with ballerinas. It's happening coming up on Saturday. Foajonesboro dot org to find out more about that. But there's a couple other things going on. Uh, Dream Girls, what's up with that? Okay, Dream Girls. Listen, this is some quizzing right now for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Right first thing in the morning. Up, so <laughs> this is good. This is good for me. Okay, now Dream Girls is so awesome because, um, you know, who doesn't know Dream Girls, the movie? But let me tell you about the cast. I've been sitting in a little bit in rehearsals listening to this cast, and it is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, people just need to come to see the show just to hear these voices. So I can't wait for that. You know, Dream Girls is week after next. Let's see, not this coming weekend, but the next is when we open. And it's just three nights. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you really do need to get your tickets to that one. Um, because of all the COVID regulations, we're, again, the seating is very specific right. and so we can't see this many so we do need you to get your tickets for that but it is going to be a night to remember well and then as we go past halloween we kind of officially go into what is turning into christmas season you guys have a christmas carol coming up too yes we do a christmas carol radio show actually sweet now i needed i i know that i say this all the time and and I get that it kind of waters down sometimes, but I'm telling you, this month we have some real, real, real talent on the stage. It's kind of a month, you know, most of the time we do a lot of kids programming and, and we're excited about that with Breakfast Ballerinas for sure. We're, we're doing a fundraiser, by the way, I want to mention later about uh, with Lost Pizza at the end of the month after Thanksgiving. But the programming, programming we've got going right now is more for adults, or at least the adults are the stars. And gum, I keep being reminded the kind of talent we have around here. Christy, is it um, true that Brandon is going to be playing Ebenezer Scrooge? Jeez. Oh, He's going to be playing himself. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. Brandon. 
Brandon, are you screwed? No, I'm not. Brandon. Okay, I don't really like. Well, okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Well, anyway, let me tell you about a Christmas Carol. All right. So we're setting it up like it's an old time radio show. That's the that's what the script is. It's just really fun. And so we've got these actors who are, who are coming on, and they are going to create a radio show right in front of the audience. And um, it's it really is going to be an experience, especially for people who maybe didn't live in the era of of the of the great radio era. Right. You know. Yeah. So um, so watching how that's done is really fun, and it's been really fun for me. I'm getting to direct that one, and. Um, just you now really focusing as as much as possible on the timing and the voices and the and the accents and and all the things that the sound effects you know we're doing the sound effects on stage oh that's neat it's just it is it's really neat and you know y'all y'all can relate to that right i mean i know you don't do real sound I effects but we're going to have real effects. chains you know when marley ghost marley's ghost comes we're going to have chains in the in the mics and just all kinds of, we've got a, we've got a keyboardist playing the background music live. Oh, that's neat. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really cool. So again, and it's kind of like you have to paint a picture, you know, for radio when you think about it, you know, I mean, it's a, yes. it's an unseen uh, media. So you have to paint the pictures in people's minds. It's very creative. So. Absolutely. It's, it's sort of a lost art, but, um, but the rehearsals have been so inspiring. And again, you mentioned a fundraiser coming up with lost pizza. What's the deal with that? Yes. Well, you know, I mean, we have just so many outreach programs. We want everybody to participate in the FOA as, as often as possible because we just believe it changes you. And um, so we have people like Lost Pizza and, and many others around town who, who want to help out. So the Saturday after Thanksgiving, um, come to Lost Pizza and eat dinner. That's all you have to do. Just right. come to Lost and eat dinner. Um, you know, you'll you'll have run out of leftovers at that point. Right. And, um, and it'll be time to go out and do something a little different, you know, follow the regulations or, or even order, order in. That'd be right. fine too. Lost delivers. Um, during the hours, I think of six and nine. So eat dinner from six to nine on Saturday from lost and it'll help out the FOA a lot. So, so that's going to be fine. I also think um, um, my son Drew Pulliam will be playing at lost Yay. too. So if you want to come in and hear a little music, awesome. do that too. Again, yeah. all this information, so much going on, foajonesboro.org to find out more. And Christy Pulliam joins us this morning, fresh out of bed. <laughs> hey, listen, my husband ran and got me some coffee. Now I'm ready to talk. <laughs> he gets the win today, doesn't he? Yes, he does. All right. Have a great morning, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Guys, thanks so much for having me. Have a great all day. Right. You too. Christy Pulliam, FOA Jonesboro, on the phone with us this morning. It is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered... By Families Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And it's the K Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. And we have Rich Carville on the phone with us this morning. Uh, if I were to wish I had a voice that was different, I would probably wish my voice sounded like Rich Carville's voice. It's a good one. <laughs> morning, man. How are you? I'm I'm fine. It, it's it's all those years in radio that makes it that way. <laughs> hey, do you think your voice was ever different? Like when you were younger, do you think you trained it to where that became your normal? Well, I can tell you that when I went to grad school at Illinois, uh, we would introduce ourselves, and and people would say to my spouse, 
oh, you're from the South. And then they would look at me and say, where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, life has been busy for you uh, for so many years with all the events that you do around the holidays, because it seems like we start talking to you around around Veterans Day and we go through the holidays and we talk a lot about Thanksgiving and, and the different things that you all do. But 2020 is a different look for so many different things. How's it affected you? Well, um, the uh, group of veterans that put on the parade, the Veterans uh, Day Parade every year, really struggled hard to decide to go ahead with this year's. You know, we, we've we been meeting for the last month or so, and on Monday we took another vote. Mm-hmm. And... and uh, we're concerned, obviously, with the uh, the virus, and uh, we we we're planning to go ahead with the parade this Saturday. All right, at so ten o'clock in downtown Jonesboro to go down Main Street from south to north. But we want everyone who comes to view the parade to wear a mask. Right. We want to remind them that we will not have bleachers set up this year because you can't social distance on bleachers. Right. So if you can't stand up for the length of the parade and the ceremony afterward, bring a lawn chair and and sit out there. We'll have stations that'll have hand sanitizer set up. But uh, and, and and the last thing that I would want your listeners to know is if you have a health issue we highly recommend that you do not come to the parade you can watch it on uh, suncom media's facebook page because they're going to be streaming it live Uh, but you know if if you have health issues uh uh, don't don't come to the parade because there are going to be a lot of people there right and even though it is outside, you know, you do have to, you know, you're, you're told it's a little bit better to be outside, which is the great thing about having a parade. But at the same point, you guys want to be uh, airing on the side of caution, which I think is great. Uh, we've been in the parade a number of different times, and I took my son and, you know, he was really amazed at just the wide variety uh, of different things that he was able to witness and see during that parade. What's it look like this year? Well, it's down a little bit from uh, previous years, but... Uh... We've got nearly 40 entries, and those are marching units, and those are vehicles, and uh, uh, the West Side Band is going to be there and, and perform. A number of junior ROTC programs from high schools around in the area have, have signed up. So there will be a lot for folks to see, and then we'll have the uh, ceremony after the parade, uh, Brent Smith, who is a member of the Arkansas legislature, was just reelected to another term, will be our featured speaker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is something that we wanted to do to honor and recognize our veterans, those who have served in America's military in, in various uh, capacities over, over the years. So we, we really felt like it was... Uh, an important thing to go ahead with. We talk a lot about, uh, again, the Veterans Day Parade starts at 10 o'clock on Saturday, uh, and it's going to be on Main Street, downtown Jonesboro. There's plenty of room down there, and they'll keep that parade going, you know, as long as you're socially distanced. So 
Uh, that's happening this weekend. If people want to find out more or maybe even register a float or a vehicle, is there a spot online they can do that? Yes, they can register at CraigheadCountyVeterans.org. Uh, click on the events uh, uh, link, and that'll take you to the Veterans Parade, and there's an online registration form, and they can still register. You know, we, we're not going to turn anybody away who wants to be in the parade. Uh, but um, uh, they can do that at the Crickhead County Veterans uh, um, Facebook, uh, I'm sorry, internet page. Again, it's CraigheadCountyVeterans.org if you want to go do that. We talked to you a lot about the Thanksgiving meal and how many people the Thanksgiving meal feeds uh, the afternoon or the morning of Thanksgiving. And, and really that number is staggering. I would assume that, that you guys really struggled with the decision to um, have to not do the, the meal this year. Well, we consulted with the Arkansas Department of Health and we consulted with the local medical com- uh, community. And uh, their advice was don't, don't do the Thanksgiving meal. And so we have canceled it for this year. Uh, unfortunately, there are some folks out there who didn't get the message, and they've been calling First United Methodist Church in order to order uh, home-delivered meals. We're not going to do that this year. So, uh, you know, we want folks to know that and, and know that we cannot deliver meals on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, and it's a thing you guys wish you were able to do because it helps so many people, but you know, if if uh, the authorities and yeah. governing bodies tell you you just can't do it, you just can't do it. And that was the decision that we had to make. Well, let's cross our fingers and hope that by the time we get to Thanksgiving of 2021, that everything is fine and you can resume uh, that awesome deal that you guys do for our community. All right, amen. <laughs> All right, Rich Carvel joins us this morning again. The Veterans Day Parade is this coming Saturday morning, ten o'clock in downtown Jonesboro. And, man, we hope you have a, a great morning, and we'll see you this weekend. Thank you. All right, you too, man. It's a K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by our friends at Families, Inc. Counseling Services. And we have Nate Miller on the phone with us this morning from the Jonesboro Community Response. Good morning, man. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? Hey man, we're kind of uh, we'll be, let's full disclosure. I'm a little bit tired today because I stayed up way too late last night. <laughs> um, ditto. And and the deal was like because we wake up and we mentioned this earlier. Uh, we wake up around three forty five, and it was twelve fifteen, and I was still waiting man. for some type of indication as to which way this whole thing was going to swing in the presidential election. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's going to matter how long I stay up. It's not going to tell me the answer tonight. Yes, it was an exercise in futility, just uh, same way I did. <laughs> what time did you finally tap out and go to bed? About midnight. And you just knew, did you wake up this morning thinking maybe you had the answer? No, I, I, <laughs> I had a good feeling that it was going to take several days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we're seeing. So let's talk about the Jonesboro Community Response and, uh, number one, the organization and why it's there and what it's supposed to do and how it helps people. Absolutely. So Jonesboro Community Response was formed for individuals in our community. We have such a giving, caring community. It was created as a Facebook group for individuals that wanted to request assistance, 
to connect with individuals that were willing to provide assistance, a very informal way, not go through a lot of red tape. It's just someone can post in our group, hey, I'm needing food. Hey, I'm needing clothes. Hey, I need a ride to the doctor or, you know, I need a babysitter for my child so I can go to work. And so it was just a group that was created for individuals to connect uh, together, those that wanted to help with those that needed help. So tell me how it's taken off and what you see through Jonesboro Community Response. Well, the, well, the, the response has been incredible. Um, we've, we have almost 9,000 members now, and we've seen so much giving and caring through uh, our group. Just one-on-one folks that want to help, going out and providing food for other folks, uh, you know, providing uh, rides, helping individuals get clothes for their jobs, helping individuals get jobs, helping individuals after the tornado uh, repair, you know, their house, clean up their house. Uh, We've also been able to assist folks uh, that were displaced from the tornado getting into new housing, rental housing. Uh, It's just been incredible, the, I guess, breadth of everything that we've been able to accomplish through this group. And it's from the caring and compassion of Northeast Arkansas. Well, I think the deal is, is you're telling people it's okay to say that you need help. Not everybody has it together all the time, and there's no reason to be ashamed or any of that stuff there's no sense to have too much pride to ask for help because at some point we all need help that is absolutely right and fortunately we have a great group of people and people are are willing to go into our group and ask for assistance so we've been very proud of the response from our community if people want to find out more what are the easiest spots to get more information maybe it's somebody in need or maybe it's somebody who's like you know what i have some time or i at least want to reach out and try to help the best way is to join our group. It's Jonesboro Community Response on Facebook. We also have a website, uh, jonesbororesponse.com. You can find some more information on the website. But getting into the group and getting involved there, that is the absolute best way to connect. Again, Nate Miller on with us this morning talking about Jonesboro Community Response. Uh, the holidays are coming up, obviously. Once we flip uh, the calendar over to November, people start putting up Christmas trees and We start thinking about presents, and obviously this year based on the pandemic and, you know, job loss and just the situation that people are going through, there's a need this year, and I would assume you guys want to help with that too. Absolutely. We're we're doing a blessing box project. It's similar to what you've – most people have heard of the Christmas box project. However, what we're doing a little different is we're not limiting it to a shoebox size. So we'll – we're going to create boxes depending on the box sizes that people donate. So we're going to uh, collect items for blessing boxes for children and youth ages 0 to 18, um, boys and girls, and we're going to distribute those on December 12th uh, to the individuals that have requested. If an individual would like to request a blessing box for their child, uh, for one, get involved in our group, but you can send an email to blessingbox at Response. And so with that, we need a lot of donations. We're requesting a lot of items to be placed in those boxes, small toys, candies, coloring books, puzzles, bubbles, sidewalk chalk, uh, clothing, earbuds, skin care items for the older uh, kids, bath spa items, and personal care items, things like that. Anything that you think a, a child or youth would like that would fit in the box, we're collecting. That's awesome. So uh, how do, how can people become involved with that? Maybe there's somebody out there who's like, man, I hate to ask for it, but you know, this year's been tough and we're kind of struggling and I'm not sure what the holidays are going to look like. Uh, how can people you know, try to see if they can get one of those blessing boxes? 
The, the best way is to email blessingbox at jonesbororesponse.com. But get in our group. If you have any questions, have trouble with that email, we'll be able to assist you and, and point you in the right direction. So let's talk about the dates as we look at this, because you're collecting the items uh, starting now. And when do you need to have the items all in by? We need all items collected by uh, November 30th. We're going to collect it all month. So Monday, November 30th will be the last day. And uh, you can donate those items at the AT&T store, which is in front of the Walmart on Holland. Yep. Ecolab, which is out across from Drill Mac Park, uh, CME Administration, CME Clinic, Embassy Suites, is the Red Wolf uh, Convention Center is a, a great place, right. uh, Creative Kids Therapy, 300 Southwest Square, and we also have the CME Clinic in uh, Paragol. And one the cool thing that we're doing this year is we're doing a contact donation for individuals that do not want to get out and have contact with other folks. You can order, you know, through Amazon, Walmart, Target, any vendor that you would like, mm-hmm. and you can have that delivered to Embassy Suites, Red Wolf Convention Center, uh, Care of Jonesboro Community Response, and that item will get to one of our folks. That's awesome. And then the distribution date, do you have a date set for that? Yes, it is going to be December, Saturday, December 12th. Uh, for the folks that can't uh, get out and come pick up their box, we will have a team of individuals that will bring the box to your place, to your house, or we would like people that can to come pick those up at Embassy Suites. And we'll be announcing times uh, as we get closer to that. But that's going to be the day. That's the day we'll distribute. You know, I love hearing that because, you know, we hear so much in the media about, oh, everybody's divided and there's all this different stuff. But when you hear what you guys are doing, you're hearing about people coming together to help. And I think that's, that's just a really strong message as we head into the holidays. Absolutely, and there's so much need out there. And our goal is to uh, to distribute 500 boxes. But <clears throat> we have, a, like I said, a very caring and loving community. And uh, I know that the response is going to be incredible, and it's going to be a way to help uh, individuals in Northeast Arkansas for sure. Again, you can find out more at JonesboroResponse.com or search uh, Jonesboro Community Response on Facebook. And, Nate, we appreciate you taking time to talk to us this morning. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity to share about what we're hoping to accomplish. There you go, man. Have a great morning. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. This is K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. And here we are in November, and a lot of you are probably seeing in your emails, it's time for open enrollment and insurance Mm -hmm. and all these different questions. And quite frankly, sometimes I don't know what to make of all the information, Mm -hmm. and I've done this before. We have Andrea Fleer on with us this morning from Blue Cross and Blue Shield. How are you this morning, Andrea? I'm doing great. So did you watch any of the election returns last night? I did. I watched the returns, and I'm waiting like everybody else for the final result. So we started watching early in the day before all the polls even closed. And it was about 12.15 last night where I finally looked over at my wife and said, you know what, we probably should go to bed. Yeah, but then you'd still check periodically through the night. Yeah. Couldn't help it. So yeah. what What about you? What time did you finally go to bed? I finally went to bed. Probably around 5. Oh, and oh then, my gosh. Yep, I'm getting ready for a busy day here at Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. So let's talk about open enrollment because, you know, I've seen okay. the emails and stuff come in and, you know, falls a big time for those in the market for insurance. So what do people need to know as they're getting these emails and thinking about insurance? Definitely you need to know the key date. Currently is annual enrollment period which is for folks that qualify for Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plans. And that runs from now until December 7th. 
And then there's also open enrollment, which are for individuals that could qualify for the Affordable Care Act plan. Mm -hmm. And that runs now until December 15th. Um, So now is the time for you to shop for your individual family health care insurance. And choosing a health care plan, it's a big decision and it can be complex. Um, So we're here to help. um, And we definitely have a a safe environment for our members to visit. Um, We're definitely following all of the COVID um, protocols. So I think there's always, it's kind of one of those deals where, you know, we don't think about this actively throughout the entire year. And then all of a sudden we're hit with so much information. Uh, Why is it so hard for so many people to figure out exactly what they need in a health insurance policy? And what should somebody do if they aren't really sure what they need for themselves and their family? The best thing for you to do is to give us a call at 870-935-4871. And we're, we're Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. So we're your local Healthcare providers. Right. Um, we actually have an office here in Jonesboro, right right across from Lowe's on Fair Park Boulevard. Right. And we're, we're health insurance experts. Um, we love helping people. We, we will talk to you about your needs and your family's needs to help determine the best plan for you and your family. Um, if you don't feel comfortable coming into the office at this time, you can also have a phone appointment okay. or you can enroll online and there's Zoom appointments available as well. We want to make it easy, but we also want to make it safe. So I think there's, let's talk to the young people out there right now. Maybe they're on their way to school this morning. And, you know, when you're young, you think you're invincible. There's nothing that can stop you and all that. What would you say to somebody who's younger, maybe a millennial who's healthy and and just doesn't really think that they want to spend money on insurance? Why is that something that they should consider? Um, Healthcare is priceless. And we want to keep people as healthy as possible. Where many young people, you may skip visiting the doctor or not go if you're sick. But actually, wellness visits and preventative screenings, those go a long way in catching small health issues that can lead to bigger ones down the road. Um, and, health, and in health insurance, um, doctors and more visits, that will actually make it more affordable when you get sick and you actually have to go to the doctor. Right. So many people might be familiar with the original Medicare, but they might not really be sure. You mentioned Medicare Advantage. What's the difference mm-hmm. between the original Medicare and the Medicare Advantage? So original Medicare does not, and it was never intended to pay for all of your medical expenses. It's only going to cover a portion where Medicare Advantage plans offer all the benefits of original Medicare plus additional benefits and the option to include prescription drug coverage. They also may include extra benefits like fitness memberships, dental vision coverage, and other benefits not covered by original Medicare. The advantage of Medicare Advantage plans is that you end up paying less out of pocket than you do with original Medicare. Right. If you're if you're getting ready to age in the Medicare, which you're going to be over 65, or you're already in a Medicare Advantage plan, um, you should definitely take a look at some of our new HMO and PPO plans. Um, our Medicare experts were here to help. We're, we're local. We're we have an office in Jonesboro, right right across from Lowe's. Just schedule an appointment, and we'd be more than happy to help you select the best plan. What do you think is the main misconception that people might have about health insurance? Um, the, the main misconception, I believe, is that health insurance is just for when you're sick right. and that insurers don't want you to use it or use the benefits. In fact, most people don't realize that the main goal for health plans is to help people stay healthy so they don't get sick and you don't have problems and you can catch them early. And again, it's time to get out there and start making your plans. And if you're looking for 
uh, somebody to help you with those plans because, again, it can be complex. It can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield is there to help in Arkansas, in Jonesboro, right across from Lowe's. Uh, if people want more information, is there a spot online that is a, a great starting point for them? Yes, arcbluecross.com. You can actually schedule an appointment there as well. Um, and you could you could enroll online um, or give us a call at 870-935-4871. Option zero will take you right to the receptionist and, right. and schedule an appointment phone appointment, Zoom appointment, or a walk-in. Well, I think this is a big deal. You know, it's something that we have to think about. And at the same mm-hmm. point, uh, you know, you can go online and try to do it yourself. But I think I want to talk mm-hmm. to somebody who can really, you know, navigate me through the process and get me, you know, the best coverage for the best price. Yes, we have nine licensed um, health insurance agents here at the Jonesboro office, and they, they would love to assist you. you Make go. sure you're, you're choosing the correct plan. Yep, I think that's important. Andrea Fleer joins us this morning, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Arkansas. Hey, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Kelly and Brandon. All right, have a good morning. You too. Bye. Bye. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. And we have the man you need, Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. He is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care in Jones. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, man? You know, I random thoughts this morning. I just uh, a few minutes ago, I heard an advertisement on the station about an insurance company, yeah. and their slogan is "Live Fearless." Right. And I've heard that a lot, but I thought so. I looked it up actually. Well, you know, fearless is an adjective, right? And that modifies a noun. Okay. Well, live is an is a verb, so it needs English to be lesson. an adverb. So it should be live fearlessly. Oh, hmm. look at that! Educated. That's why he's the man you need right there. <laughs> now I, I've heard that a while, and says so something live. doesn't sound right, and I'd run that over my mind. Live fearless, live fearlessly. I think it should be live fearlessly. So if you're that into grammar, I bet listening to Kelly every morning drives you crazy. It does. I, I have a. a, a <laughs> He has a buzzer. Here, I write down every grammatical <laughs> error she makes. You're going to need a lot of post-its. <laughs> He's killing trees. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's happening with our animal population? What's in the news? You know, this I, this is a common thing, and I get calls about it, and we see dogs almost on a daily basis with it. But And I think we've talked about cataracts before, but, you know, I get a lot of clients that say, you know, my eye and my pet's eyes have looked different. They're kind of got a bluish color to them mm-hmm. or they're more white than, than they, they have been. Is it a cataract? Uh, can he or she see? And, uh, you know, the a cataract and, and uh, the aging change in the eye, which called lentic- is called lenticular or nuclear sclerosis. And that's a cloudiness of the lens of the eyes that's a normal aging change. And um, what happens is that the older components of the lens gets compressed in the center of the lens. And it's a natural process, and it leads to an abnormal hardening or sclerosis of the lens. And that affects its ability to bend and allow light through that central portion of the lens. Right. And it usually affects both eyes equally. Huh. And it usually doesn't affect vision. But in advanced cases, you know, there can be deterioration in depth perception or in low light. They may not be able to see as well. But it doesn't cause blindness. And in comparison, a cataract is a cloudiness of the lens. 
that results from a, a, a pretty significant change in the structure and integrity of the proteins of the lens. Right. And that results in the lens becoming very opaque, right. where it doesn't allow light to get through to the retina. And that's where we, you know, where our, the nerves and the retina actually translate vision to the brain. And um, so various levels of blindness can result from those cataracts depending on the stage, you know, sometimes they, uh, a pet, a dog, or a cat can still see if the cataract is not completely mature. But once it becomes almost crystalline and it almost looks like a piece of quartz in the eye, and at that point, um, no light gets in. And so those pets can be completely blind, especially if it occurs in both eyes. And <clears throat> fortunately, there is a procedure a uh, surgical procedure that's performed by a veterinary ophthalmologists that can remove the cataracts just like it's done in a person. And uh, then they actually replace it with an artificial lens, you know, to help with the, with the actual vision. But there's a really cool video on YouTube, uh, look up cataract surgery in a dog. And, you know, if you have any fear, you know, if you freak you out about doing anything to an eye, but there's no blood in the surgery, um, and, and it's pretty much an outpatient procedure, but it's really interesting. They use a, a procedure called phacoemulsification, which kind of uh, breaks up the breaks up the uh, lens, the crystalline material in the lens, and kind of uh, aspirates it through this little device and removes it, and then a, a little uh, acrylic artificial lens is put in there. So it's pretty cool. But I've sent dogs to the ophthalmologist in Memphis. Uh, I remember a 15-year-old poodle was completely blind, and the owner said all it does is lay around all day, has no quality of life. They went to the ophthalmologist uh, and removed both cataracts, the same procedure. The dog came home the same day. They called me the, day, the next day and said, this dog acts like it was when it was two years old. Oh. It's running and barking and interacting. So it's a pretty gratifying procedure, assuming, you know, there's not any... Uh, permanent damage to the to the retinal layer uh, in the eye, but uh, you know it's a very common problem as dogs get older. Uh, diabetes can cause a dog to develop cataracts very rapidly, and uh, but there is even in those cases, uh, you know that procedure can be done. So it's a you know very common a uh, very common condition, but fortunately there is a good uh, surgical procedure to correct it. That's sweet too. Bring bring your dog back right there. That's cool. He is the man you need. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. He is Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro. Have a great week, man. All right. Talk to you next week. All right. The K-Fine Breakfast Club is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc., and we have Hillary Tricky on the phone with us this morning from the Jonesboro JCs. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. So I do want to, uh, you know, sometimes I give in to Kelly's ideas, okay? And I'm going okay. to give in to one of her ideas, and you tell me if this has ever happened to you before, okay? All right, stand by because here it comes. It's to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time is tricky. It's tricky. 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 Hillary Tricky. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you before? All the time. I was going to say, about a million times, right? 
All the time. It's okay. We played it at our wedding. It's kind of our thing. Oh. Of course. How could it not be? Um, there you go. Yeah. No, we, we get it all the time for a long time. When ringtones were really, really, really popular, mm. I, it might have been my ringtone for a minute. No. Cute. <laughs> Let's talk about the JCs because we had the chance to team up with you guys and do a fundraiser or a, a toy drive, not a fundraiser, but it ended up being kind of a fundraiser, uh, fundraiser at the same time. Christmas for kids in a COVID world. And really, just to kind of recap the response to that, that response was tremendous. Absolutely. We were blown out of the water um, with how the community stepped up and came forward and filled in those gaps from you know the fair being canceled and those big fundraisers being canceled due to COVID. Um, we've still been getting some calls from businesses. They're still welcome to donate. Mm-hmm. Um, we expect over a thousand kids this year. We, we know a lot of families have been hurting hard this year. Um, and so we are just so thankful and blown away by the community and their generosity this year. Well, and the JCs have been there every year to help. You know, I've been here, I've lived here since 1998. And it's like you hear it every year. And then all of a sudden in 2020, there's this big cloud and these questions about what would happen if these kids didn't have presents. You know, that's just something we don't want to think about. But you guys also do uh, another program, which is a food program over the holidays, because many of us think about, hey, we get time off and we get to spend time with our family and we get to eat all kinds of food. But unfortunately, um, you know, for some families, there's not even much food. That's right. Um, So our Goodfellas program actually goes hand in hand with our our Christmas for Kids program. The distribution's the same day, but the holidays are tough for a lot of families. Sometimes, you know, without the holidays, finding money for groceries or food um, for a whole family can be extremely hard. And, you know, during the holidays, when you've got kids out of school, when you've got, you know, maybe families coming together, that can be a lot harder. And so we want to provide them with a week's worth of groceries. And these are staple items. It's, you know, a ham, it's eggs, it's milk, it's things that they would need to get through a week and um, for their family. So with that program, though, and the idea that, you know, you're providing food and you're helping people, um, let's talk about how that is funded and how people can still help uh, as you go throughout, you know, typically you do the fundraising and then all of a sudden the food is there and every year it's going to be there. Uh, it is different this year, but uh, there's different ways that people can help with Goodfellows too, right? Absolutely. And um, so everything that we do is volunteer-based, is um, nonprofit. We, all of the funds for this food comes in from the community. So people can still go to jensrealjc.org and they can donate and um, they can donate online or they can find the address there to send us those funds or if they just want to contact us um, and learn more about how they can volunteer the day of distribution or give back. Um, if they don't want to donate money, they can you know, maybe sponsor a, a pallet of milk um, or whatever it may be if there's a business that wants to go in for that. So there's still right. time to help. Uh, so we'll go to jensworldjc.org. They can learn more. Let's talk about the people that might be in need. Maybe it's somebody who um, you know has – typically been fine over the holidays and has had money in the past, but this year it's tough because of COVID and job loss or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's just, you know, it's just a tough year. Um, If people want to either, you know, try to get toys for their children uh, with Christmas for kids, or if they would love to have some extra food for the holidays, uh, you guys are essentially allowing people to come in and sign up right now. That's right. So uh, we've got all of this food and we've got these toys and we need to know who to give it to, who needs that help. Um, so it's really simple for sign-ups. This year we are offering online sign-ups. 
uh, for the first time ever. We're really excited about that. Again, that's at jonesvillejc.org as well. They can find out all of the information that they need to bring with them to a sign-up. We have several dates. Our next date to sign up in person is tomorrow at Allen Park Community Center. Um, That's at 3609 East Ray Street. That's Allen Park Community Center tomorrow from 5.30 to 7 p.m. Uh, we do ask, because of COVID safety guidelines, that everyone wear a mask and only one person per family come and sign up their family. There is a list of items that they'll need to bring with them, and just identification items so that we make sure that we've you know, got all of the contact information and stuff for them. There's a list of items on jensrealjc.org that they need to bring with them. Right. Um, we have several sign-up dates. They can find more of those dates if they can't make tomorrow's at jonesworldjc.org, um, or they can sign up online at that link. And again, there's no shame in, in saying, hey, I need help this year because so many Absolutely. people need it. So again, the Jonesboro yeah. JCs are looking to help with Christmas for Kids and the Goodfellows program and those sign-up days. All of the information at jonesboroljcs.org. And it's tricky. It's Hillary Tricky on the phone with us this morning. And we thank you for taking time to talk to us. Thanks, Gus, for having me on. All right. Have a great morning. Thank you. All right. The K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's Arkansas's morning show. Thanks for having us on. And don't forget, we have a podcast for the morning show. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. All you have to do is search Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon, there's breaking news. What's the breaking we news? We know the president. We do? Who it's going to be. Who? Just kidding. We still don't know. Don't do that. <laughs> Because I've been following know, and refreshing all day thinking we get some more information. Uh, Trump's out today saying, "How? what are the possibilities that every vote essentially from overnight went to Biden? <laughs> yeah. You know? So Biden says he won. Trump says he won. I mean, it's, it's going to be messy. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll follow that throughout the day and- let you know what we learn as it uh, becomes available, as the information becomes available. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Masked Singer, I Can See Your Voice, the premiere of Property Brothers, the 12th season finale of American Ninja Warrior, and on Jimmy Kimmel, Kanye West will be letting everyone know that he won the All presidential right. election. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.